Hey everyone, welcome to the That's Life podcast with me, Shelby Parker. Um, I'm going to be honest, so this episode that you're about to hear is not exactly what I had in mind for this week. Um, originally, I was going to um, call one of my best friends and we were going to talk about cinematography and creating and a lot more fun stuff than what I'm about to talk about. But um, due to all the stuff that's going on, my anxiety has been a little little worse this week, um, honesty hour. And so I, I was the one that canceled it. So, um, I just couldn't bring my energy up to that level that I really wanted to be because I think it's going to be a fun episode. So, um, we've rescheduled it for next week and things are better, but I, I just couldn't shake the, the word anxiety. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are going through this right now. So, As much as I want to encourage you, and I hope to do that through this, um, I also think it's something that should be addressed and not just bottled up. So so buckle up, and we're going to talk about that. Um, Honestly, anxiety is something that I have struggled with for as long as I can remember. Um, It's when I think back on most of my time in elementary school, the memories that swirl around in my mind tend to be, um, me being incredibly nervous just about life in general. Um, whether it was about a test or a conflict on the playground or something like a presentation at school. And it was so nerve wracking to the point that I would throw up before school in the morning. Um, I just feel that panic deep in my soul. Um, whether it was about a minor mistake or something that I said to someone, just, you know, replaying the moments in my mind and um, just falling into that rabbit hole in my mind, constantly obsessing over something or making to-do lists, making sure things were in order or um, moments I felt like I was going to pass out, waking up with my heart beating or just thoughts so loud that I could barely... Um, barely think straight before I'd even gotten out of bed. Um, and I mean, this was as early as like fifth grade. I can remember all of this happening. Um, well, even, even in first grade, I remember like nervously picking at my skin around my fingernails to the point that they bleed. And like, at the time I thought that was totally normal. Um, and but the teachers would go like, oh, you know, like kind of looked concerned every time I'd go to them and ask for a Band-Aid. Um, and my parents would be like, you need to stop. But I just didn't understand. Um, and I mean, throughout my life, I'd worry about something so dumb and insignificant to the point of driving my friends crazy as I got older. Um, asking if they did this or if I needed to check with somebody or just constantly feeling that need to... Um, for approval, but in a different way. Um, it wasn't really until high school when I met one of my now best friends that I realized, you know, the confusion and feelings that I'd been experiencing all my life were, you know, they had a name and that was anxiety. Um, and suddenly the things I tell her or worry about didn't seem so strange. You know, I'd, I, I don't even really remember how it came up or how it was something that, we addressed, but, um, she'd go, that's anxiety. 
And I quickly think, no, no, no. Like, that doesn't happen to me. That happens to other people. I don't have anxiety. I'm fine. And at the time, I mean, even just 10 years ago, I think the conversation about anxiety was extremely taboo. You know, anxiety wasn't even really a word you heard. Um, Or people would say, oh, I'm anxious, or, but not to the degree that, you know, research has shown and people have admitted these days. Um, So even as the years went on and I self-diagnosed, I still didn't truly understand what was going on in my body or my mind um, when I'd go into complete shock and have a panic attack um, because I had had them, but didn't realize, you know, I just would start freaking out and thought I was dying. Um, You know, I'd have, it would get hard to breathe, weird pains in my chest, dizziness, nausea. Um, And I had a few spells early on in like high school. I remember the summer that my grandma passed away, I really started, started experiencing the chest pains and thought there was something wrong with my heart. Um, And just didn't understand what was happening. Um, and again, every time that happened, I didn't know what to do, but I'd text Marissa and she'd say, that's anxiety. You just had a panic attack. Oh, okay. So, um, for a while I kind of, you know, I would go on walks and, um, I read a lot. I'd write. Um, and I think for a while it was okay, but, and I could handle life on a somewhat normal basis. Um, I think, um, I somewhat had a normal routine of going to school, um, starting at the university that I was going to. And, um, until a couple years ago when it just felt like everything in my life was constantly shifting and it had become out of control again. Um, it was more than just worrying about work or something going on in my personal life. It was just kind of flooding over where I couldn't really tell where the anxiety ended and I began. Um, so, you know, I tried working out, I tried journaling, I put more boundaries on work life to some degree and, and I kept pushing off medication because I wanted to be stronger than that. You know, there was nothing wrong with it. I just didn't think it was for me. Um, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted my faith in God to be stronger than that. And I think when it finally, I, there was one day at work and I don't remember what happened, but I just remember all of a sudden feeling this, you know, the tightness in your chest and just like, okay, I can't breathe. Like what's happening? The room's spinning. I'm walking down the hall and I feel like I'm going to like pass out, but I don't know why. And I got back to my desk and I just, like Marissa had recommended, putting your head between your legs when, you know, just trying to breathe again. And it kind of brings you back to earth. Um, So I did that and then I ended up leaving just a few minutes early. But I just remember crying uncontrollably, going, I can't do this, you know. Um... I had, you know, prayer and reading my Bible is a big part of my life. Don't always read the Bible as much as I should, I'll admit, but it is that thing that grounds me and helps me remember what the truth is. 
And so, you know, I, I just remember crying and praying and, you know, trying to read verses and it's still, not to say it didn't feel like enough, but it felt like I needed to do something else. And that was the point that I needed to talk to the doctor and, um, you know, and I think that's, that's a journey that's different for everyone. You know, some people find medication that works and presto, that's it. You know, it's, they feel so much better. Um, I've had to go through ups and downs with medications that worked and didn't and, um, weird side effects feeling even worse than I did before. And, but I think it's, it's really given me a heart for, for that, for anxiety and depression, because I get it. You know, I know what it's like to be at your lowest of lows and to have a hard time getting up in the morning. I get it. Um, I get the struggle of just not wanting to do anything or to be so happy and, or to have so much and still not understand why you're not happy. Um, and I mean, again, I don't have all the answers. I don't have a, a background in, you know, psychology to, to get to the bottom of, of all of these reasons, but enough to say that you're not alone. And, um, And if that's what I can do, that's what I'll do. Um, but I think, especially right now with coronavirus, it's, I mean, anxiety is everywhere. People that weren't experiencing it before are feeling that, that angst, that, that pressure of what's coming next. And to some degree, I didn't feel as much anxiety because I feel like, okay, I'm always in this this space and I've talked to other friends and they felt the same way that they're kind of in a way thriving right now because you know this is kind of what we've trained for we understand what it's like to live in this mindset all the time um but I think this week it just hit me that this is our new normal and you know we heard that we're going to be working from home another month or two um, maybe through the end of May, it looks like now. So there's a lot of uncertainty and, and that's the biggest thing of anxiety is the not knowing a person with anxiety likes to know all the details before, um, at least I do. Um, but generally you like to know what you're getting into and, you know, I think it's a process. It's, it's taking care of yourself. It's, it's more than just, you know, watching a TV show and, and feeling good. It's, it's taking care of yourself, eating right. Um, doing the things that still bring you joy, even when you don't feel it. And, and for me, it is going to church when I don't feel like it. It's reading my Bible or, um, watching that sermon when I don't feel like it and, and just reminding myself that this stuff that we're dealing with here isn't all there is. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, 
I think that's all I wanted to share, but just, just know that you're not alone if you're struggling with anxiety, depression. It's not a fun topic. It's something I've gotten more outspoken about in the past few years because it's come up. It's, it's affected my daily life, but I don't want it to define me and I don't want it to take, take away opportunities or take away experiences because I'm too afraid or because I'm too, um, just don't feel like it. It's, it's a lot more than that. Um, it doesn't deserve that. So, um, so yeah, I hope, feel free to share with me if you do struggle with anxiety and um, we can help each other out in this, this journey because that's life. <laughs>